but you are locked on Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locks on Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? Though is wonderful. And might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we're talking hot stove rumors, of course. I'll answer the question if Madison Bumgarner can have a bounce back season in 2021. And it's the final part of the conversation between Javi, Locked On Padres host, and I. But I couldn't do today's pod without first addressing the state of the country right now. I want this pod to be uh, an escape for anyone who sees what's going on in this country right now and just doesn't want to deal with it, or it's weighing on them so much that they just need an escape, let this podcast be your escape. It's madness, and it's frightening what's going on in our country right now. And I'm not going to get too political or anything on this mic today, but I just wanted to say, hope everyone is staying safe and, as always, staying healthy during these tough times. Uh, it's a, it's a scary sight what we see happening in Washington, D.C. right now. I just want to give my thoughts and my prayers to everyone out there who is on the right side of things and on the right side of history today. So let this pod be an escape for you if you need that because we got a whole bunch of things to talk about today. But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I read to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now, as always, let's start with the hot stove rumors of the day. And I thought a pretty interesting one. Well, let's actually start with this. There was a transaction that happened this week, and Robbie Grossman signed with the Detroit Tigers. I believe it was only like a two-year, $10 million deal. wasn't anything too crazy. Robbie Grossman, uh, he's a pretty solid outfielder. It's a nice little pickup by the Tigers. I'm not in love with it. I don't think he's that great of a defender, but he's a solid contact hitter. He's really good at getting on base. He just doesn't offer much power, not much pop, not much speed. He's just a steady Eddie kind of outfielder. So for the Tigers, it was a nice move, I guess. You signed him. You weren't breaking the bank or anything. So nice move by the Detroit Tigers. Looks like the Red Sox have serious interest in Jake Ordizzi. Ordizzi was an all-star just last year in 2019. He's pretty inconsistent. If you look at his career on baseball reference, you know, some ERA, some years with an ERA below four, some years with an ERA above four, flirting with five. So 
he's an interesting case. And if you look at his 2020 season, his ERA was not too good. But I believe in Jake Ordizzi. He's still only 30 years old. Felt like he's been in the league for a while. He's been in the league since he's been 22. So he's been around for a hot minute. He's a pretty good strikeout artist as a pitcher. He can dial it up from that perspective. So the Red Sox are in need, in, uh, in need of some more pitching depth. And Jake Ordizzi, a former Tampa Bay Ray, switching teams in the AL East. That could be a nice move for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Trevor Bauer says he might give some updates soon uh, through his agent, I believe he said this, might give some updates soon on his YouTube page in the coming days on his pending, or not pending, I guess his pending decision, but just mostly updates on his free agency decision that I guess is pending, but I'm not sure if he's even been offered. Uh, he just seems like he's expecting so much money. I don't know how many teams are willing to pony up that kind of money during this pandemic when we've only seen him have Really one great season this past year as a Cy Young. I guess one other year he finished pretty high in the Cy Young voting. But normally, it, it's really these the, the that one year and then this year were the only two years you can look at Trevor Bauer and consider him an elite starting pitcher. So I'm not too sure if teams really believe in his consistency and if what we saw in 2020 is the real Trevor Bauer. So he's going to be an interesting guy to watch all offseason. Corey Kluber, it looks like he's going to be throwing for teams in Florida on January 13th. The Red Sox seems to be Red Sox seem to be among the suitors, maybe the favor at this point for Corey Kluber. The Mets seem to be in it as well. I like Corey Kluber. He's coming off some injuries, but he's still uh he's still a pretty effective pitcher. Last time he was on the mound, it wasn't like he, you know, looked too atrocious. His health is probably the biggest question mark he has at this point because he didn't pitch at all in 2020. Only made seven starts in 2019. So he hasn't really pitched since 2018, where he was third in Cy Young voting and he was a stud. So if this guy can come back, he is going to be 35 years old. So he is a little bit older, uh, you know, compared to some of these other starting pitchers on the market. But hey, maybe you roll the dice if you're the Red Sox and maybe you could get Ordizzi and Corey Kluber to be your three, four starters in your rotation. Now, the last rumor that I found to be pretty interesting is the White Sox being in on Brad Hand. Uh, their, their free agent closer, Alex Colom, is still a free agent. Uh, they don't seem too enticed to bring him back. Maybe it's a salary. Maybe he's asking for too much money. Or maybe they just don't really believe in him because he had a .81 year rate this past season, 2020. It was really shut down. So I'm very surprised to see that they are willing to you know move on and go to a guy like Brad Hand. Maybe Coloma just asking for too much money. But Brad Hand is a stud as well. He led uh, the American League in saves this past season with 16 and games finished with 21. He had a 205 year race. So I don't think you're going to be in a tough situation either way if you're a White Sox fan. Either, either you bring back home or you go out there and get Brad Hand. But either way, those are great options. Now, MLB.com beat writer for the Arizona Diamondbacks wrote five questions for the team heading into 21. 2021 season and I want to talk about number five on his list because it says are Madison Baumgartner's final two starts of 2020 a sign of things to come in 2021 and I found this as an interesting question because Steve Gilbert the guy who wrote this article the beat writer for MLB.com he lays out how the Arizona Diamondbacks feel confident 
Bumgarner could have a bounce back in 2021. Given a full offseason and a more normal start to the season, they believe he can rebound. They think it was a little bit of a hard adjustment for the veteran who's used to a certain routine. And I just have a hard time believing Bumgarner can get back to the levels we saw, you know, pre pre D-back stays, I guess I should say, back when he was with the Giants in his prime because Bumgarner showed signs of being this guy in his last year with the Giants in 2019. If you look at some of his numbers from the last two years, they are considerably worse than the five years prior. So let's take a look at Fangraph and see which numbers I'm talking about. The first one that sticks out to me is exit velocity. The last two years, his exit velocity has been 89.5 or higher. But in the four years prior to 2019, it never even cracked 89. But now it's at 89.5 in 2020, and it was at 90.4 in 2019. The second big one that sticks out to me is launch angle. The last two years, it's been at least at 17.3. But the four years prior, it was never higher than 15.7 as a launch angle. So now teams, players have a better launch angle hitting it a little bit harder. And then finally, the last stat, barrel percentage. In 2019, it was 8.5%. In 2020, it was 14.9%. So if you look at these last two years, players are getting more barrels to the ball. They're hitting it harder, and they're going to have a better launch angle too. That's just going to lead to more home runs. That's going to lead to more harder line drives, and that's going to lead to more doubles in the gap. And that's what we saw from Madison Bumgarner. He gave up a lot of home runs in his uh, time pitching. And then the other big issue for him was he did walk a decent amount of guys. It seems like he didn't have that control like he normally does. And we know his fastball velocity wasn't the same. His fastball velocity in 2019 was at 91.7. It fell all the way to 88.6 in 2020. So if teams are getting more barrels to the bat, they are getting better launch angles. They're hitting the ball harder. And when it's coming in, it's a softer looking pitch. That fastball doesn't have that velocity. It's probably looking more like a changeup. That's going to be an issue for Madison Bumgarner. And I'm scared that what we saw from Madison Bumgarner from 2020 is going to continue into next season because we saw some signs of regression in 2019. He regressed some more in 2020. So now I'm just not going to believe he's going to bounce back in 2021. But for the Diamondbacks' sake, if they want a chance to compete for a playoff spot, they're going to need Bumgarner to bounce back to his giant days. Now, we'll continue that conversation between Javi and I. But first, are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season just finished up, and now we got the playoffs this weekend. And there is only one place as you covered and one place you trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. This weekend, on Sunday, I'm putting my money on the Saints. They're going against the Bears. I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. Saints get Michael Thomas back. Give me the Saints winning by at least 10 points in that game. And don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner on Twitter at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for your sign up bonus. Hashtag betonline. 
With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while their counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have access. You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Here's that conversation between Javi Locked On Padres and I. You guys are bringing Blake Snell for next year. You're bringing you Darvish. You're bringing mm-hmm. the Kim to that lineup. Pretty much your whole lineup is coming back for next season. So who do you have coming out the National League? Do you have your guys, the Padres, or do you have the Dodgers coming out the NL? Um, I, I really want to say Padres, but I do say – I do want to wait to see and make sure that the Dodgers don't improve because the Dodgers, like I said, the fact that they got bets is just malpractice in terms of every team in baseball. Like we should all hate the Red Sox for that. Um, Like they they barely, they don't even need him in a lot of ways. Like they're that stacked and they have so many smart things they can do with platoon guys who can bat certain like different light righties and lefties. The fact that AJ Pollock can make a player or two for them. Chris Taylor had a good season. Like, just guys that aren't necessarily stars. So from that perspective, yeah, I think that, you know, don't sleep on them. It is possible that guys like uh, Kershaw fall off a bit, but then you also have guys to counter that. You have um, that rookie that I always forget his name that they had this year. He was a starter for them a little bit. I forgot his name who came in, not Dustin May, the other one, but Dustin May too. So Gonsolin, thank you. I, why do I always – everyone remembers that name before I do. Um, but Tony Gonsolin, like, they have so much depth and so much upcoming stuff. They still have that prospect of theirs. They they've still have a lot. So, for now, I'm going to still say Padres. But this could be, like, a – it's not out of the realm of question that this is, like, a 98, like, 100, like, win records for these teams. It's just not out of the um, – not out of the box, not out of question that that happens, you know, and, and I'm going to just trust that the fact that the Dodgers not only have a lot of money to spend if they want to, and they are aggressive, but also because they are smart with it. They know how to use that farm system correctly. So please don't trade for Nolan Arenado uh, is what I, because I know that that was a report at one point, please no, just please yeah. God. No, I don't even don't know do where that. you're going to be so on bad. Your team. Where would he even fit? You guys are, I think Justin Turner is a free agent. So, Okay. Oh, you're saying for the Dodgers? I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying for the Padres. I was like, where would he? The Padres. I was like, where would he even would fit have... on that pod? I was like, come I'm on like, now, AJ Preller, put down that bottle of Henny, uh, AJ Preller. Don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a crazy man if he did that. An absolute crazy. I would love it. I, I don't think he would be smart, but I would love it, and I just respect the hustle. But yeah, um, it's definitely going to be. You could argue right now that that is the story of baseball next year: Dodgers, Padres. Who's coming out on top in that division? 
Yeah, and right now I'm probably just going to lean toward the Dodgers just because, you know, they they are the reigning World Series champs. So I'll give them that respect, but I, I'll quickly change my mind if I see the Padres come out the gates hot and they look like the mm-hmm. team that we expect them to look in all honestly. But I want to end the pod on this note, Javi. There's one guy on your team that I really didn't expect to – see this kind of offensive season from him after so many of you, so many years of so many really kind of down years and not living up to expectations as a top overall prospect, uh-huh. even though he made the all-star team back in 2016. What uh-huh. did you see from Will Myers this past season? <laughs> Willie, Will Myers, the baseball guy. Oh, man. Um, I think what I saw was – it's funny because with Myers, which is why I actually thought they were going to trade him at one point, by the way. I thought they – I thought they were going to sell high on him in the Cubs trade for Darvish. Um, it's hard to say. He cut down like a tiny bit on his strikeout rate, but I think it was just he he made better contact with pitches that were away from the plate. Um, he was able to just get little singles every now and then. And I think that helped a lot. I mean, you look at his batting average. I think he batted like 280 this year. Mm-hmm. I know his defense is still – he's a bit of a mess. I know that he's like – on defense, at least he can get the ball in very quickly. He's good at that, but it's – his arm isn't particularly strong and his range isn't particularly great. So it doesn't usually matter all that much. Um, I think what happened with him is also, he just got hits at the right time. That's another thing. This is something that necessarily the stats can't easily look at, which is just, he had big hits for the Padres like all season, even, even in blowouts. And I mean, you look at the game too, against the Cardinals when he had like, it was him and Tatis both hit two home runs that game uh, that people forget. Like it was both of them. Both of them were nuts. And I, I've seen some people theorize that maybe it was because Myers, this could be one of those things. You know, we're always wondering, you know, this is a human sport and numbers, as many numbers as you want, you can't predict everything. Maybe this is a type of personality. And I heard some people say he's got a little Khalil Green in him. Shout out to the old timer. Uh, back in the day, shout out to throwback to Khalil Green. Like maybe he's got a little bit of a thing where he's like, he doesn't want the pressure of being the number one guy on the team. And for like two, three years, he basically was, which isn't, a winning formula, by the way, for a team. Having Will Myers as your best player, but he kind of was. There was a lot of expectations on him. Maybe now with Tatis, with Machado, with with Cronenworth stepping up, with them trading for Tommy Pham, and now with Snell and Darvish and and Lament really, you know, having this awesome rotation. Maybe he likes that he could just be relaxed and just do his thing. That's the best I could think of because it's not like I've seen some. I haven't really seen any immediate stats that suggest he's changed anything. I've seen more of Eric Hosmer's stats, like the fact that he's embracing launch angle more. Like that's more of a tangible, like empirical reason that I think he did better this year. But otherwise for Myers, I don't know, man. It might just be that he's more comfortable and that he doesn't feel like there's too much pressure on him. Hey, well, I'm looking at his clutch stats right now, Javi, and they're backing up what you're saying. In high Woo! leverage, yeah, in high leverage <laughs> situations uh will myers batting average is 378 ops 1358 in low leverage 294 average 885 ops two Mm -hmm. outs runners in scoring position he's batting 370 1319 ops when he's Mm -hmm. behind in games he's batting 380 as opposed to batting 253 when he's ahead in game so all the numbers suggest this guy's way more clutch than i think people give him credit for so Mm -hmm. uh Hats off to you, I guess, for uh, noticing that without (laughs) even looking at the numbers. But yeah, hey, every now and then I remember a couple things. (laughs) 
But uh, thank you for hopping on today's pod. The Padres look like a team that's ascending. I mean, they were already a team that was ascending this 2020 season. I wish I could say the same for the D-backs. I thought the D-backs were a team that was ascending and entering the 2020 season. And now we know the D-backs are probably one of the worst teams in all of baseball. So hopefully (laughs) they can get back on track during this offseason, whether it's this offseason, hopefully they can get back on track. Maybe we have to wait until after this next season, I have to wait for next offseason. I don't know what direction the D-backs are going in. They're just that team that likes to keep their head above water. They're not drowning, but they're just, hey, they just say, hey, give me a life raft. I might be able to survive another couple of minutes while I'm being surrounded by the Sharks. So hopefully the D-backs can get back on track eventually. But Javi, thank you for hopping on today's pod and just shout out your social media handles and where the people can find you online. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you can find uh, the Lockdown Padres Twitter account at LO underscore Padres. Fun stuff on there, of course. And then my personal account, which admittedly, I don't always tweet about baseball there, but a lot of fun stuff uh, like begging AJ Preller to kill me, uh, video game stuff and all sorts of stuff uh, on there on my account. I, I have a lot of fun over there, I guess. That's at Javapeno. That's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. That's Javi of Locked on Padres. Thanks, Javi. No problem, man. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was do fun. you do you want the audio for this uh, little podcast? <laughs> little podcast. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. forty five minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it was. Sure. I mean, I don't know when I'm going to use it just yet because I'm a little stacked right now and stuff. But I'll definitely use it probably at some point. Maybe in like two weeks. But heck, I mean, if granted, don't get me wrong, it's a lot easier for me because I have the Padres because of all the trades. But yeah. there's going to come a point when it's hard for a lot of us, especially when we get to January and February. So yeah, absolutely. Send over the audio i'd love to use it yeah i got you i've been grasping for content out here so i love yeah, doing oh these little God. crossovers and just talking for like i feel you man i feel you man <laughs> i feel you it's it's rough did you yeah. see uh like bryce just did a <laughs> bryce just did we're talking about mandalorian <laughs> like i just saw <laughs> really? him post it yeah he's just like we're talking about mandalorian for today's episode he's done he with just, the Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> he's like i'm done his messages in the chat i just he is like Captain Depression. <laughs> like, he, uh, it's amazing watching him. I, I feel bad because his team became not only a villain after the Tatis thing, but also now there's there's nothing. Literally, I've heard, I've listened to his podcast. He's like, "All right, guys," and um, yeah, the Rangers still not making any moves. Like, I'm, I'm like, sad. I feel bad. <laughs> it's depressing, honestly. Yeah, I and you know, soaking this time right now. You know, enjoying all this, seeing your team make moves yeah, and, and be You're fun. Right. And there's a buzz. Just soak it in, honestly, because. You could get to the D-backs and the Rangers real quick where you're just stuck in no man's land. And the Padres yeah. were there for a very long time. So it's it's a great time for yeah. you right now to be the absolutely, host of the absolutely. Padres, honestly. <laughs> it's been so much fun, man. But, yeah, I uh, just send it over. And uh, I'm happy to do this whenever. If you want to pull a Bryce and have me on to talk about, I don't know, just – basketball i don't care like or maybe not basketball because there's other sports shows that locked out for that but <laughs> you want to talk about i don't know the new uh, the new dune movie like i don't care like i'll talk about anything it's fine yeah i would love bryce to we probably couldn't do it on lockdown diamondbacks but i just want to talk like 30 minutes about luca honestly because he's like my favorite <laughs> player in basketball Luca's right great. now yeah Luca's i just i think so he's fun i think he's like the next pantheon great so i would love to just start a lockdown luca podcast honestly <laughs> with, with bryce or something that would be really lit but javi thanks for hopping on today and i'll talk to you again soon my friend all right see you man take care stay, stay safe buddy That's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Once again, I want to send out my thoughts to everyone in D.C. Hope you guys are staying safe 
Remember, this is the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast, so it's your team every day. See you guys later. Deuces!